No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Mary Magdalene, New Right Network, the home of the fresh face of new media. I am here today with Sergio, who is the author of Proud American, the Migrant Soldier Agent. He's an Army veteran and a proud American. He is a Border Patrol agent, South Texas border. How are you doing, Sergio? I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm doing great. Yeah. So, Sergio, let's just jump right into it. Uh, let's start first. You say you are a migrant. Can you, can you explain what that means to you? And, and... Definitely. Uh, my parents were actual uh, legal immigrants. Legal immigrants, yes. But I was born in South Texas in the city of Park. So I was a migrant worker because my grandparents, the ones that raised me here in Texas, they were migrant workers, meaning that we would migrate up north to Michigan and Ohio to pick crops for a living. That, that was our life. I started picking crops since the age of seven, believe it or not. And I didn't stop until I was uh, to my junior year of high school. Uh, and it was, I mean, a lot of people, when I say that, they say, well, you know, at age seven, you really weren't doing much, contributing much to the, the labor of it all, right? Mm -hmm. But then again, I pose the question back, okay, so if you think I wasn't doing much as far as labor was concerned, how about what was I not doing at age seven, at age eight? I wasn't at the park. I wasn't playing games. I wasn't playing sports. I wasn't at the zoo because I was busy picking crops along with my grandparents. Uh, for us to make a living. Okay. Now, uh, you, so you told me that it was your grandparents, your grandparents immigrate, actually immigrated and became legal citizens, correct? They were legal residents, yes. Okay. Um, as you know, the left has some rhetoric that they're spewing out about how President Trump's policies on... Uh, the border, the, the wall, illegal aliens, and all of that are anti-immigrant. How, how do you feel about that as the grandson of legal residents? Actually, um, I stand against everything that they're saying. Uh, quite honestly, for somebody, for one of our leaders to come back and say, follow the American dream work your way towards the American dream, which is what the dream is all about. As far as it being against immigrants, uh, all we have to do is look at DACA, for example. One of the major uh, acts uh, that were enacted by the previous administration. So the previous administration said, okay, we're going to postpone removing you or deporting you from the country, but we're not giving you a legal path for citizenship or even residency. I mean, how could you do that to people? 
you kept them as pawns for a vote, for a vote of the Latin community, the Hispanic community. And that's why I'm so opposed and so against it because if you really cared about all these individuals, all these dreamers, you would have pushed Congress. The previous administration would have pushed Congress to find a path, a legal path for them to become legal residents and then naturalized citizens. And actually fulfill the true meaning of the word dreamer. You, I mean, the government allowed you to stay, they gave you a path forward, and you became the American dream, the embodiment of the American dream. But the previous administration failed to do so, and Congress these past few years has also failed to do so. Okay. Um, so how do you, how also uh, do you feel, oh, I hear a lot of legal immigrants and, and their offspring, of course, uh, speaking directly to illegals, telling them, you know, do it the way we did it. I don't, you know, I don't think that's fair that you can come over here and do this. And, and, and we had to do it the legal way. Is that the same for you? Is that an, is that an echoing sentiment uh, throughout the legal immigrant uh, community? So it is in the sense that I saw what my grandparents had to go through, what they had to suffer and how hard they had to work to actually come into the country legally mm -hmm. and be able to fulfill that dream. And then of course, petition for the rest of their family members to be able to come in legally. I saw the hard work that they did. We were dirt poor when I was a kid. That's why I was a migrant worker. Uh, I was on welfare, everything. But we came in legally, we struggled, but we kept on pushing through. And now for people to just expect for that greatness or that dream to just be handed over to them, it, it hurts me because my family had to work for that. Mm -hmm. So why should somebody else just get it because a party chooses to demonize immigration all of a sudden? And mind you, they're the ones writing these laws. Right, right. Do you feel as let's let's switch over to 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 you, the border patrol agent? Okay, let's talk about the wall for a little bit. Uh, let's talk about Trump's policies. You you I assume are pro-Trump policies and pro-wall. Can you tell me why? Well, how do you feel the wall will help and uh, what and in which areas of American life will that help? So I encourage your viewers, I encourage the entire public to watch a YouTube video titled The Shift October Edition. That video will clearly depict how the border was before a wall, before a barrier, before a fence and how many people were just running through the border, completely overwhelming Border Patrol agents, completely overwhelming us at the line per se. The moment the barrier started going up, the moment the fence started going up, those numbers dropped. I mean, they dropped by the hundreds of thousands and it was just unbelievable. It works. Right? We're not asking for a wall in order to demonize immigration that's not what it's for it's to protect us it's to help us 
Border Patrol has asked for years for a border wall system, which includes the barrier itself, the technology, the lighting, the cameras, everything that helps us as law enforcement officers to be able to react towards traffic and be able to respond accordingly and be able to apprehend individuals that are trying to hurt us here in America. Um, I read in the New York Times, I believe it was, a story of, a, of, a, of a, an illegal alien woman who had been raped the whole way up by the coyotes and, and just all sorts of sickening abuses happening to this woman. And then afterwards, she was kept, held hostage uh, in a small town. Um, and lots of that stuff had kept happening to her for like two months before they finally let her go. Is it your belief, it's my belief that a border wall will also cut down on the abuses that, Im that migrants suffer at being promised, uh, you know, being promised the American dream. Oh, come with us, we'll show you the American, we'll help you get over there, we'll help it, you know, we'll ease your way in there. It's my belief that a wall will help that. Do you, do you agree with that assessment? Do you think that perhaps the border wall isn't just for American safety? It would help out this, in this, with the safety of those who, uh, wish to come here, but choose the wrong path to doing it? Most definitely. So the, the barrier is there to deter the thousands of individuals that are, are trying to evade apprehension. We are not talking about the family units and unaccompanied children that are turning themselves into us. We are talking about the thousands of others that are trying to evade arrest. In that group, you do have the criminal element. In that group, you do have the rapists, the pedophiles, the murderers, the gangsters, the MS-13. Uh, the, the worst of the worst is in that group, the group that is trying to evade us. But even in family units, the, the group that turns in themselves to us, even in that population, we hear stories while we're processing these folks day in and day out of them being raped by the coyotes and being raped by the smugglers. It is sad for me to process or any other agent to process a 13-year-old girl and she's telling me that she was raped the entire way up to the border. Oh, or wow. That, or, or that her parents had to allow the smuggler to do what they wanted with her so that they could pay their way to the United States border. It is sad. It, it, it is terrifying. And it's something that does need to be addressed. Mm -hmm. How about the, um, I know in, I know in several cities that you have big corporations like pro food processing plants and things of that nature, they hire illegals and yet these illegals are not being treated right. They aren't being paid right or any of that other and they don't they can't say anything because after all they are illegal can you speak to that situation as well and and your thought can you give us your thoughts on that well i can speak to the the my personal thoughts of it being so inhumane by these corporations or these businesses to be doing this and, and i speak that personally because as a migrant kid the way i grew up we we're being paid 25 cents, 35 cents, 
uh, for a five-gallon bucket of cucumbers or, or tomatoes. I mean, that's, that's nothing. That's pennies. When we're trying to make a living and when you're talking about a family of eight, it, you know, how could you survive that? Or you just had to work from sunup to sundown. And these people are even doing far worse, these corporations, these businesses, because they have the money to pay these, these individuals, but they choose not to. And they choose not to because they know that our laws contain so many loopholes and we're not going after these businesses as strong as we should. You know, if, if our government would hamper down on all these businesses and these corporations that hire illegal immigrants or illegal aliens, this would not happen. At least not in such a huge rampant stage as it is now. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it is massive. It's, 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 it's on a massive scale, is it not? Just, just huge. Definitely. I mean, just for, for one corporation to be hit or one city to be hit and as many arrests as ICE conducted just from that one company, I mean, it, it just goes to show how many more companies or businesses like that are there here in the country that are exploiting this mass migration of illegal aliens. I'm going to change course just a little bit here. Uh, I want to speak on leftist rhetoric concerning uh, border patrol and ICE facilities, how people are being treated in those facilities. Can you speak to us on that subject as well? How are, how are the illegals actually being treated there? Is, are we being told the truth? What's happening? So listen, it, it's very clear. And the human spirit is an amazing, an amazing thing. I'm a father. I have three kids. I'm a husband. I'm also a son to a single mom, a single parent mom right, that was raised by his grandparents. And my story is not unique. The vast majority of our agents fit that same category. We are parents. We are sons ourselves. We are daughters. We are wives. We all have kids, the vast majority of us. For somebody to say that I'm going into one of these facilities and mistreating people, and then for me to come back home and be able to face my own kids is utterly insane. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's just, it demeans everything we are trying to do for the country. It demeans our oath that we've taken to defend this country, to defend the constitution. And it just, it's sad that the vast majority or the vast majority of the comments, negative comments being made are from the very lawmakers whose laws we are enforcing. Right, it, that's, I mean, that's incredible, right? It, I should be able to look up to them and knowing in my heart, knowing in my mind that come whatever comes our way, they are going to support us. And that is not the case. Can you just imagine how demoralizing that is for yeah. our agents to be along the river receiving or taking in hundreds of thousands of people? And then for our own leaders, the people whose laws we are enforcing to demonize us the way they are? to say that we're running concentration camps, to say that we're making, forcing people to drink out of toilets, it's ridiculous it, it, and it makes no sense. How could you do that to the law enforcement body when you yourself are part of the party or part of the group that wrote these laws? Right. 
do me a favor and take our, our take our last several minutes and speak from your heart about how they actually are being treated at these facilities and how uh, how what you feel your job uh, means what 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 kind of, what contributions you you feel like you are making to our country and but especially can you touch upon the actual treatment that these folks are uh, receiving. Go ahead and, and, and take a few minutes to just speak from your heart. So I'll walk you through the entire process that my coworkers, my colleagues, all of us do along the border. Right now in South Texas, we've been facing the last two weeks, every day has been over 100 degrees, every single day. These people come up to us, the ones that are, are turning themselves into us. We give up our own water, we give up our own food, depending on what we're seeing, the conditions we're receiving them in, the conditions we're seeing their kids in. Because mind you, remember, I still have to come home and face my own family. So I treat them as such. My coworkers, my partners, my brothers and sisters that are wearing the same green uniform, they all do the exact same thing. We take them into the facility, we ask them, are you okay? Has does anything hurt? Are you sick? The moment they say yes to any of those questions, we take them to the hospital. We, we take them to the nearest doctor for medical treatment. We even ask them, and a lot of mind you, still say, I'm okay, I just need water, or I just need food, and I'll be fine. We still go above and beyond that and still take them to a doctor, somebody that can clearly tell us this person is okay. We do that. Even, in, even within the facilities, what do you need? You need more water, there's water here. We get them five gallon jugs. You've seen them on video after video. We get them food. They get three hot meals a day, three hot meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then they get a snack in between each of those meals. The moment they arrive at a facility, they get a snack. Then they get a meal afterwards, a warm meal. After that meal, they get another snack. I mean, it's, we're feeding them close to seven times a day. We're checking them constantly, making sure that they're okay, making sure that everybody's fine. It, it's just, it, it is an overwhelming job and experience for us to do this out of our own kindness because we are human beings, because we are regular people that do care. The human spirit is a very powerful thing. And if you're a good person, your own spirit is not going to allow you to mistreat someone else. It just won't. Right. I'm sure right. in, in your own experience, you've tried to, because somebody did something wrong to you, maybe you tried to do something wrong back and something in your spirit told you, you can't, you're not going to, it's not in you. Right. Those are our agents. Mm -hmm. We treat these people with the utmost kindness. We ensure that they're okay. We ensure that they're healthy. And we keep asking them time and time again. And we keep reminding them, hey, it's not over. The process is going to continue. You'll be out of here soon. Because, of course, we don't want people stirring up or getting frustrated because they're with us for an extended period of time. Right. So we have to just be reminding them and coaching them and letting them know everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be worked out in the best interest. The worst is over, which was the journey to the border. The worst is over. The moment they see us, you should see. I wish you could see how many people see us in green uniforms, see my partners, the men and women in Border Patrol, and they just start crying. 
because they know in their hearts that the worst is over. And I, and, and I have heard that Border Patrol agents and ICE agents have actually used their own private funds to help with the things that these migrants, uh, uh, illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, need. Has that been a case? Have you found that to be the truth? Most definitely. I mean, it, it may not be our own finances that we're using, but for the unaccompanied children, you, you should see how many agents come in with Disney movies, uh, a DVD player, anything that, that can keep them in a better state or in a better frame of mind than what they arrived in. Because, like I said, they just went through hell on their journey to the border. They've experienced the worst already. So if a kid is asking me to see the Lion King or, or Aladdin or whatever, and I have it at home because my kids own it, you better believe the next day I'm going to go show up with those movies just so that those kids can watch it. Same with the adults. Anything we can do to, to ease their mind, and for the most part, as long as we take care of the kids, the mind of the adult, the mind of the parent is, is placed at ease. And so we do, like I said, our agents go above and beyond the call of duty just to treat these people as humanely as possible, just because we have families ourselves. Sergio Tinaco, I hope I didn't butcher that, author of The Proud American, The Migrant Soldier Agent, Proud Army Veteran, Proud American, Proud Border Patrol Agent for the South Texas Border. I am Mary Magdalene with the Right Now podcast, New Right Network, the fresh face of new media. Follow me at Miss Mary Cafefe. Follow New Right Network at New Right Network. Follow Sergio Tinoco at Veteran Tanako. I got it. Good. Thank you so much for popping in on us today. Sergio, have a wonderful night. We hope to hear from you again, sir. Likewise, and we sure will. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.